0: Well, it's a well run campaign. Midget and broom and whatnot. Devil is due. In fact, the devil is due. My name's Nathan, and welcome back to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. So, a little explanation. Uh, We actually recorded this uh, theatrical release. We did it that weekend. It got lost somehow or another, and we just found it going through the old files. So I edited it real quick while we're recording other content. And here we go. Let's jumpstart it again for about three months, and then we'll leave you guys hanging again forever. Hopefully, not. (laughs) You are gluttons for punishment. Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero,
1: Kane Hodder, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, CJ Graham,
0: and you're listening to of Texas?
1: You gotta be fucking kidding. Oh, hey,
2: you're a Damn, answer You gonna be alright? A feeling rosy air. Oh, what's in the box? The blackest What's in the fucking box? Dandy! Like the frog inside a skillet, the lobster in a pan. You don't understand that I am going to find you. Be still as a mountain, and quiet as a mouse, cause any little sound, and I will surely find you. Tick, tick, tock, are you ready or not? Tick, tick, tock, listen to the clock. Hasten off into to the black, don't waste another heartbeat.
1: Alright, everybody. Uh welcome to another episode of Deep in the Heart of Texas. This is Jeff. I'm Nathan. And this is Ralph. Uh, we're here to talk about ready or not. We're here to talk about ready or not. Uh, ready or not. We're, we're here, here to, to talk, talk about, about Ready or, or, or not. Ready or not.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> ready or not, here we come.
1: Uh yeah, new <laughs> here film here caught us totally off guard recently. Uh had a fun trailer and we all went out and caught it because uh yeah, when there's good new stuff out there, we're um, yeah happy to oblige.
2: Oh yeah, especially good stuff. Especially if it looks like really fucking interesting, we'll we'll jump on that.
1: Oh yeah, as quickly as we can, given yeah. our work schedules. Yeah. Because Pet Cemetery was like, well, oh, we're eager beavers, and then we were just like, I don't know if I want to do an episode about that, because <laughs> that was like,
2: huh. nope, Nate had us tied down oh, to okay. that; we had to do it.
0: I, I, what am I fault? I mean, at <laughs> least, at least, it wasn't me. I'm not even supposed to come in today. <laughs> at least I didn't have you guys sit down and watch Pet Cemetery too. Bullshit,
2: bullshit, derivative. <laughs>
0: yeah. That one's way worse than the remake. So I've actually watched Pet Cemetery two before I watched <laughs> the remake. Well, <laughs> you have a crush on
1: you know
2: Furlong. Yep, I probably would watch the second one too because you had, you never you seen had, it. You 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 have fucking Mr. Krabs in it. How bad could it be? Yeah. Mr. Krabs from, from uh, SpongeBob? SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh my god, the vo- the guy god. that voices Mr. <laughs> Krabs is Clancy Brown. He's in yeah.
1: the sequel yeah. to Pet Cemetery.
2: You know you're a grown man, right? Probably shave, pay taxes, a pubic hair.
1: All of those things. Uh, Samara Weaving. Uh, man, gorgeous. Dude. In this film. She is amazing. You might have known her from uh, The Babysitter, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix, which is uh, awesome that I hear there's a sequel uh, in production right now. Yep. Which I can't wait to see. That's going to be fun.
2: I knew she looked familiar. And then after I, once I saw her name in the credits, I was like, motherfucker.
1: She's starting to be like the uh, the new, uh, I guess, horror it girl going on mm. right now. Because she's just knocking out some really uh, strong, solid projects. Uh, she did uh, Joe Lynch's Mayhem, which if you haven't seen that, I'm sorry. like That's a film you should have seen that's by now. That's a pretty good one, yeah. Yeah, because like, Mayhem is done by Joe Lynch. And... If you catch any of Joe Lynch's films, I think Mayhem's right up there, like a must see. It was a good version of, uh, God damn it, what was that movie with the, uh, the, damn it, the Belkin uh, experiment. Belkin experiment. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, the, the good version of that movie. <laughs> nice. That the was Bell- that was Belko. Mayhem. Bell- the <laughs> Bell- Belko experiment or some shit. God, that was just it <laughs> that was, was a fun fucking movie. Yeah, it was. the good version was called Mayhem though. So if you haven't seen Mayhem, <laughs> go see Mayhem. Which one came first? Uh, I think Belko Yeah Belko I believe Came yeah. first
2: Nothing. But this one Mayhem has Steven Yun in it Yep so. from the Walking Dead From the fame. Walking Dead Yeah Yes Which yes. one has him Mayhem That's Mayhem Mayhem Yeah I ain't gonna watch it Well
1: got,
0: fuck that guy, you That guy annoys me <laughs> she? You didn't.
2: Li- you didn't like him as Glenn I didn't like the Walking Dead You know what I can already tell that I don't like you.
1: <laughs> uh, S- uh, Samara Weaving, you if you catch any of the old-school Ash vs. Evil Dead episodes, when he goes back in time and he goes to that storyline where he goes back to his cabin, Samara Weaving does this really cool three-episode cameo near the season finale I think, season two of... Uh, being a hiker out there near the cabin, and she's really? awesome in those three episodes, because the, the the gore factor that she plays and the way she plays off the characters is just amazing. Yeah, it caught me off guard, but when I saw those episodes there, I was just like, "Oh, she's just she's just awesome!" Mm-hmm. Like she's it's able to come in and do some really fun, cool shit, and I I appreciate the shit out of that. Larry. What's a
0: trip to me is that this is distributed by Walt Disney after the acquisition of Fox. Uh-huh. This is a Walt Disney Motion Pictures distribution. 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 Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. This is like, like, what? When was the last time Disney put out a horror film?
1: Exactly. Uh, powder. That was a horrible <laughs> <was bull>. <laughs> <horror>. Buena, bu- <laughs> Buena Vista. Buena Vista days. Eh? Yeah,
0: that's when they hired a whole fucking petty <laughs> petty guy from oh, Jeepers man. Creepers. <laughs>
2: this movie is directed by Matt Benatelli Olpulin. Motherfucking Olpullen? from
0: Link eighty, man, old punk band, fucking Asian Man Records with Michael Bruce Lee Park. great shit, bro. What
2: he said. Link 80 is um, fucking awesome. <laughs> you had him and uh, Tyler Gillett, um, produced by Trip Venison, James Vanderbilt, William Sheck, Bradley Fisher.
0: You didn't study the names no, before I did you know. fucking got in Just tell me what the hell is going on.
2: You never studied. This is like my second time reading these names. I'm going to pull this up and just butcher it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the entire plan. Like they were saying, the production company, though, it is Fox Spotlight Pictures. So nice. we also have mythology, entertainment, and Vincent films. The release date was July 27th for, like, well, Fantasia, July 27th. We didn't get it till August 21st yes. in the United States. The budget that it had... Was six million. Wow. As of recording this, it is sitting at twenty point seven million. That's
0: great. right. But Disney also spent twenty seven million or twenty four million advertising this mm-hmm. movie, so they they got some grounds to make oh, up yeah. here. So Matt and uh, Tyler actually hooked up and created VHS, Devils Do, Southbound, mm-hmm. this, and they got another movie coming out called The Memory Thief. Uh, that's in the works. It's you know greenlit, but not filming yet
1: and if these names don't ring a fucking bell to you horror fans it's because they go by it's because a collect- i pronounced them fucking no no, no, no it's actually because they go by a collective called radio silence is what they go by if you ever watch vhs they do the last story which is like a haunted house story a group of frat guys get together go to a haunted house uh party they show up to the house the house is empty they go upstairs they see a woman being like sacrificed and lo and behold, they realize that they are truly in a haunted party because the house that they have just gone into to party at is an actual haunted house. And then just horror just just happens. And then it's like these guys caught up in the fucking moment. It's a great story. It's done really well with visual effects and everything. Uh, one of my favorites from the VHS first film. Now, their second film was a disaster. It was called Devil's Do, And it was like one of these films where like at the end of the film, the denouement at the end of the movie was... Uh, Find out what happened after this scene if you go online and check this out. I was like, yeah. Oh, fuck you.
2: I have to do homework. That fuck was,
1: it. it was probably one of the worst uh, found footage possession films I think I've ever seen. So, in my what life. you're
2: telling me is that they pulled a fucking DLC bit on you. Yes. It's like, hey, we know you paid for the ticket, but now you got to go home and download the rest of it. Yes, pretty much. Because it was the worst ending
1: ever. Like, there was like no climax. It was like, eh! and go check out www.blah, blah, blah to get the rest of this. I was like, what? No. It's horrible. Yeah.
0: But their next movie they rebound, Southbound, was uh well received, but fuck it
1: bombed hard and, at the box. And now I I don't know if it really had a box office. Uh, it, it had drop. limited. It only made twenty four thousand. Yeah. 000. I remember even seeing that when I first checked out it was V O D strictly. But that is a great film. There's a lot of so a lot of people are doing well today are are in this in Southbound. And that was one of the better anthology films. Uh the wraparound was a little weak. I'm not sure what story Radio Silence did, but man, it was a fun one. Because mm-hmm. even the girl who did a, uh, uh, body at Bear Creek or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. she she did one of the song uh, one of the films in there, and it has one of my favorites. It, Southbound is definitely one I check out. I think it's available on Prime and Shutter. But if it if you haven't seen it, definitely check that one out. So I'm may- pretty sure it's on
2: Shutter if I remember right. They so did this- the very
1: first study the way out. Ooh, that one's all right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah, that one's all right. <laughs> the
0: one you're talking about, Siren. With uh, Roxanne Benjamin, right? No. Roxanne you said Benjamin. A, you said a chick did it, right? Yeah. Is this our... Oh, and they
1: also did The Way In. Roxanne Benjamin did, um, I forget her movie, she just came out. And I, I kind of think it's good, but I don't think it's going to be the horror film that everybody thinks it's going to be, because uh, it was kind of middle of the road. Like, oh, it's, it's okay, but it's kind of, uh, Body at Brighton Rock. Is the one I'm talking about, and Southbound. I think their story was, uh, God dang, it's one of the girls. It's like a, it's a bunch of girls, and they're in a band, and they're traveling, and their their van breaks down, and these these this couple comes and picks them up, and when they take them, it's like a weird commune, and they're feeding them this food that kind of slowly, yeah, that's Siren with... Roxanne. Gotcha. The know. reason I say that because I don't know because Siren's also the name of the first story in VHS where the guys pick up that girl, and she ends up being like like a demon or I think they call her a siren
0: mm. no this um, is when they are visiting landmarks and shit like it starts with them in a hotel and then they uh, leave and go visit landmarks and fucking are stalked by floating creatures
1: no that's the yeah that's the <laughs> siren story. yeah the uh, southbound but anywho <laughs> yeah <laughs> for anyone that's seen it you know what we're talking about anyone that doesn't you're probably just like what the fuck are they talking about well, I'm a little
2: confused
1: you a little confused Maybe if I stick your fucking face to this
0: window over here like you know you'll you'll get unconfused. We don't know either. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like we always say, you, you listen, you. you listen to this podcast, you we tell you we're going to review one movie
1: and you end up getting like 12 in the process. Yeah. Yay. I'd say Yay. if you haven't seen Mayhem, you haven't seen Southbound, that's good entertainment that you're missing out on. Those are two solid features that I'm glad to have watched.
2: Yeah. No, that it's definitely those are definitely really good selections to go with.
1: But um So before we get into the spoilers,
2: <laughs> yes definitely spoilers
1: this movie what, what was cool about this one it came out on a tuesday like uh, Tuesday, it, it was gonna come out on a wednesday but they did a 7 p.m showing or a preview screening on tuesday and i was like oh i'm gonna go see it tuesday mm-hmm. but shit came up and i didn't catch it till friday so i was glad to see it the opening week just to like get it out there but it had a weird release it was like wow it came out on fucking tuesday it was kind of weird but well, uh, disney time now yeah i i went out and saw it this i I knew from watching the trailer they like, get go it was one i wanted to catch because uh Samara Weaving and just the way the storyline looked. It was just, I love films like this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my bread and butter. It reminds me of Gene Wilder's uh, Haunted Honeymoon, uh, Steven, Steven Gutenberg's uh, High Spirits. I love that old school house. Uh, clue. It Clue kind of shit. And that <laughs> momentum and it just looked fun and it looked like terrifying at the same time. So I was like, I got to see this. And it also had themes of Your Necks, which is one of my favorite kind of films because of what they are able to accomplish. of like the girl in the house trying to, like, against the odds. Yeah. And I love it. So yeah, it was a day one for me. Well, almost day one, week one. So what? Uh, this girl's gonna marry a, a guy. We just jump right in from there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, the guy comes. His family's comes from a lineage of uh board games and I don't know, like just he has a the Mattel the, family. Has, yeah, exactly.
2: He's the the Hasbro of this universe. Like he has the games. He has the fucking
1: toys. It's just a lineage of family that's yes. just been. In exactly. the board game trivia, all that shit. What kind of made me laugh, though, this was kind of like a mid-Samar kind of bullshit, is, like, from years and years and years, like, a lot of the times, a person just gets, uh, like, the guy, he goes, I got Old Maid. Like, when when we got mm. married, it was like, I, I got Old Maid. I ended up just playing Old Maid. But the fuck is an Old Maid? <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the fuck is that? And the other girl's like, I got a... Chess. Chess. Or checkers or something like that. Some shit like that. Or she, uh, Samara even makes a joke, like, I will... Play the shit out of a checkers for for mm-hmm. for our relationship or our wedding. You ready for this? Oh fuck no! It just so happens that after they get married at midnight, they're required that the new person joining the family has to play a game that this I box play a chooses, game. and it's for penance or something towards a, I guess like a to pay the eat. devil its due. There you go. So the card it spits out is called hide and seek. Mm-hmm. Play like this thing chooses
2: what game to play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the way that the, the way that they do that is they put a blank card in there give it to the person that's supposed to be joining the family and i guess whatever entity or ghost or whoever it is that they're dealing with like mr levay or something like yeah in moss
1: Dumas?
2: L-E-D-O-M-S
0: D-O-M-A-S Dumas? Dumas? His name is
1: Le Dumas.
0: Oh, sorry. Mr. Labelle. There you go. That's
1: the The Labelle. Shirley Labelle. Ah, okay. Well, like this
2: whoever's controlling it ends up Mm -hmm. writing on the card while it's inside the box and it spits the card out and it gives them whatever. Yeah. And from what from the way that they all reacted to it Everybody else got like old, like you said, old maid and chess and all that shit. Apparently, this is like a very rare occurrence for hide and seek to pop up.
0: Yeah, yeah. The only time it popped up previously was for that
1: witchy old aunt yeah, on was, her wedding. On her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometime within the timeline, because I guess even her husband was kind of afraid of it too, because I don't think it was from the game hide and seek. Maybe it was more from. Do you see that even regardless of the hunt for the married one, that's like they still had to make sacrifices at some point. Right. Whether I, it I be in it, a goat or... I took it or, as the, uh,
0: the demon guy, whatever, Bale. Um, I took it as him looking into their characteristic and seeing if they can do what... You know, like, this chick's
1: strong. She comes from nothing. Hide and seek. But also the husband, because he revealed himself to the little boy when he was little. So was he testing the boy to see if he would regain his faith in the family and the, the cause because yeah. that was another thing that was a really fun story oh the line. nephew thing Uh, well the, the her husband when he was little was walking playing in the dining room or something like that and supposedly saw Mr. Lavelle or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. Lavelle Alex and he was like the only child in their family to ever like seen you know the one they worship you mm-hmm. know the devil himself and he's the was,
2: one that's supposed to lead the family exactly. at that point.
1: And the mother had faith in all that stuff. And I think that was also the test, too. It was like, is your partner going to be the one that's going to be, you know, the one that's going to push you back into the family or the one mm-hmm. that breaks you all apart? Yeah. So it's like it's up to him. Ultimately, well, I
0: love the story around this box, you know, like, you know, a game of chance at a card game on a ship. And that's how he won the box from Mr. LaBelle. But it comes with a price, and they fully believe this, you know, whole voodoo shit.
1: That their riches come from yeah. It. Their riches come from this uncertainty type luck, and it's played so vague that it's perfect all the way into the end. Because it's like you think it's supernatural to a white up version of cultish nature, but then when you start seeing the majestic teases of like. Satanism. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, this is great. Because mm-hmm. when you see the goats in the barn and the the body pit and stuff like that, you're just like, oh, this is so, oh, this is like this is right in my ballpark of like. Mm-hmm. There is the horror twist because beyond without that, it'd just be a nice fun thriller. Yeah, the body pit kind of confused me though because I'm like, okay, if this is only played
0: thirty years ago for the aunt, her husband got captured and killed. Why is there so many bodies in this body pit? I think they. I mean, there's the the. People that fall in this movie go in there, but there was like fucking some serious. I think oozy they still skeletons. probably kill people
1: on the Sabbath and stuff like that, or you know, Halloween or something. Just like we haven't was,
0: seen what they did on Sam Haynes. So. exactly. So I
1: think they did that because like Brody, Adam Brody's character always played like the brothers, like you're you're right to leave because mm. the shit that even his wife was okay doing because she knew, yet you have to like do the sadistic shit. Because what you are is you come from nothing, then you're nothing but a se- secure wealth forever. Mm-hmm. And it comes with that dark price of like, you know what, we're going to have to kill innocents, sacrifice goats, all that shit to like Satan for this kind of rich and power. I would hope the
0: box, you know, if I married into that family, the box spit out Mario Kart. It's ob- awesome. it's a fighting it, chance then. This <laughs> is like the origin Unless story. Unless I'm sitting there.
1: <laughs> You Ralph, he's Labelle over here. I think the reason it's not doing good is uh is is that it's kind of like the origin story of the Trump family.
2: Don't worry about that baby. I love babies. Though. I think that's re- <laughs> No, no.
1: Because <laughs> I mean, god dang! Right, right from the get go, it just gets. They just slowly crank up the volume, and then once that card pops out, that's it. It's on. And that it,
2: box would probably be racing, and give me Mahjong.
1: You goddamn motherfuckers! The- that
2: oh. racist son of a bitch. Jesus.
0: <laughs> I would love to see more sequels to this, but I don't want it to get played out because no, kind of I'd list. like to see what the the uh, the other cards are. You know what what yeah. all games come from this? Uh,
2: we know old maid and chess.
1: Yeah, we know that. <laughs> I think, we know I think and seek. The, the one I instantly thought of when chess I was, was like, a joke from her though. Checkers. checkers, checkers was hers. Yeah. The girl that was okay with it all got chess. God, oh that's. My favorite was a chick that just kept on doing all the fucking drugs. Yeah. She was like, Woo! Yeah! Let's do it! You can
2: do it! You can do it! (laughs) We're going to be best friends. Adeline, it's nice to see you.
1: Brown-haired niece. You continue to exist. <laughs> then she's like. Then you see her later. She's like popping the prescription bottles um, and shit, taking she's Like sit. here,
0: let's get you some edibles to bring you back down.
1: <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> so you killed two of the fucking um, sure. helps. Yeah, she. Gosh, we liked she, her. <laughs> that was awesome.
0: I like the fat guy. The.
1: Um, oh yeah. Guy who's playing on Fetch? his phone. <laughs> What's yeah, she whatever. up to, dog? Nothing much, bitch. Family <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, you know what? Um, I'm just gonna make a quick pit stop. I've got a nervous stomach.
2: You know I've never liked you, right? (laughs) Uh. And now to get to
1: know your crossbow. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Watching YouTube instructionals. (laughs) That was awesome. There wasn't a scene that felt like it was worthless or pointless. Mm. Every scene, I mean, even the whistling uh, uh, butler scene where she's trying to load the shotgun. and I mean, everything played perfectly in this film like every scene led to a purpose there was no throwaway uh fat on this fucking film and i really appreciated that i mean down to the uh the body pit and her having to punch the shit of that little kid that shoots her in the hand I mean, everything <laughs> had value and circumstance and i was like god this movie is awesome and then uh the or, or hell even the
2: scene when whenever the aunt was trying to tell them that this is ritual you can't you can't screw
1: ritual and the fucking maid Will you shut her up <laughs> 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 god dang that was crazy uh this scene where she's calling out of the body pit and the ladder's breaking mm-hmm. and she's got to put her bullet hole hand on that fucking oh, nail that fucking made me cringe that was oh. like uh the quiet place fucking nail when she's walking down the stairs and she steps on that yeah. nail, it was like the tension of you seeing it and her not seeing it yet you're just like cringing the whole time mm-hmm. I mean, you literally pick up the chair with your asshole in that fucking second. <laughs> because you're like, oh, oh. God. Like, this is going to be so fucking horrible. Let's go to limp, You're flexing. Let's
2: go limb. Whenever the, the butler, whenever Grace oh, is yeah. aiming the gun at him, and he's like, the ammunition's for show. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. like, oh, shit and you just watch her spend like almost five minutes trying to load this fucking
1: weapon <laughs> god dang every click of that goddamn gun he's just whistling like get
2: so you're back I
1: just in even when he was like hunting her down after he she burned the shit out of his face i was like this character is just fucking fun mm-hmm. he's like evil maniacal just trying to do a good job for his boss and also get some goddamn revenge for being burned, you know, scalded with the boiling water in his fucking face. That was awesome. And I did he get his at the end? Or no? Uh yeah, she choked him out in that field. Oh no, he he died in a car wreck. Yeah, they wrecked Did he? Yeah. I don't know if he died. He better have died. Yeah, they wrecked pretty fucking hard. Yeah. And okay. she yeah, man, I love her fighting against him. It was just so fucking intense. Yeah. Cause like when she get caught when she like finally squeezed out after scratching her shit out of her back out of those wire out the bars, mm-hmm. and that cop uh, the car just drives by her.
2: You want to make ten bucks? Fuck
1: you, queer. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that was a mouthful, but she was that- just awesome. Because yeah, they driving
0: by and she's like, help them, they're all get out of the road.
1: <laughs> that is. You fucking animal! You piece of shit! Little tiny dick licker fucking asshole
2: fucking eye! <sighs> Fucking rich people. Covered in plastic. It was awesome. <laughs> fucking. I, I can see that being Nate. Right there. <laughs> Am I, fucking cock like sucking total... motherfucking <laughs> oh, little yeah. penis fucking pencil dick son
0: of a bitch. Can I say
1: that if my mailman <laughs> leaves me something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Mailman left the Amazon package out in the fucking rain. <laughs> God damn. It. That's hilarious. Yeah, I have a short fuse. So. <laughs> oh, but that's. A little seemed... bit. Uh, uh. When he's on like FaceTime and the family's like, <laughs> I got her, sir. She's out, knocked out cold in the back. And then they're like, hey, turn down the fucking radio. She's awake, you fucking idiot. Stevens, turn down the fucking radio. God, <laughs> Boom. I love that right shit. the fucking face. God dang.
0: I love how the younger brother, he's, he's the younger brother, always like kind of gives her a chance. Like when they met in the study earlier, Daniel. he was like, I'm going to give you 10 seconds. And then I have to oh, shout yeah. her name, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Don't do it! Like, don't be a part of this." He's like, "I have no choice." Yeah, yep. I suggest you start running. I'll give you the count ten. So then again, when he catches her in the field, he's like, uh, "You know," mm-mm. boom, um, knocks her out because he knows his father's in the bush right yeah, there. So right. he's like, "Got to cover my ass." Yeah,
2: but what? Uh, I'm, I'm glad you so brought strange. that up. Like the first time the, that he lets her go, and he said he starts counting the... Ten. He goes one one thousand. Two one thousand. And then as she's running, it's very subtle. You don't you barely hear it. He goes, two and a half one thousand. Yeah. Like giving her a chance. <laughs> like he's counting more numbers.
1: And it's not because he's so interested or likes her. He just loves his younger brother so much. Yeah. And
2: frankly, I always thought it was uh weird. Gay. Do you know what that word means? Yeah, it's dick on dick.
1: And Alex solid. As much as he could be like a throwaway character. He's a solid character all the way through, from oh, yeah. being handcuffed to the bed, being constantly challenged, being pushed between. Same thing Daniel's doing. They're being pushed between family and doing the right thing. But I just don't. The rationale of it is just is what kind of scratches your head all the way to the end. Because uh, when they ultimately, like like Nate was saying, that the f- dad comes out behind the tree and Daniel's like looking at the girl's body and he's like, "You can come out now," and he's like, you knew I was there," and they take the body back and they're going to do the sacrifice. I'm drunk, not blind. We gotta hurry. <laughs> it's almost dawn. Yeah. And they do the sacrifice and they drink the blood and like everybody starts like vomiting. vomiting. And it's like Daniel stepped it up. Like he was willing to sacrifice the whole fucking family or the chance that all this shit was just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well as he said, I gave
0: him just enough to slow him down. Yeah. Not kill him.
1: But he was under the idea of like, okay, if we don't kill the girl, all this Satan shit's bullshit. We're gonna go on living, mm-hmm. you know, that tomorrow. I think in the back of his mind. Because if he knew that the family would just explode I don't think he would have done it if he knew everybody the would. repercussions. Yeah. that's why I don't think so either. Yeah. He was I think it was really betting pretty fucking hard. Like I was saying, it's either his love was that intense for his younger brother to
0: But he's gotta understand if you fail your younger brother dies. Yeah. With you.
1: That's what I was saying. Like I think it's because he really
0: liked her and, you know, didn't want to be responsible for killing his brother. He was just wife. tired of it. Because he knew his brother loved her, so he's like, "Uh." "Yeah, there,
2: there's a lot of things that could have been read."
0: Yeah, he was definitely tired of it because you know the whole time he's just like, he's
1: drinking, drinking. miserable. He's like, like, "I don't want to do this." Yeah,
2: yeah, Um, like that. Like, like I said, you could see that internal struggle, specifically with him, with everything. Because like
1: everybody else is gung ho.
2: Yeah, like the dad, the mom, the fucking aunt. Oh, that. That fucking aunt! That aunt was intense. Hello, my niece. I <laughs> wish
0: she said something like that. It's funny. Yeah, everybody in this movie did a, a was fun. I mean, there wasn't a single character that I disliked. I mean, even the the maid, even the help. I was like, ah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, the one. God,
1: Ian, the, uh, the one the dumb waiter.
2: The dumb. Oh, mm-hmm. she was dumb. Crunched. Dumb. She was very dumb.
1: No. I like I can't. And help even the you. dad even
2: makes a comment about that. Like he granted it's not intent like none of it's been intentional on her part throughout the majority of this movie up until near the end. But he the dad even goes, "She's systematically taking us out." <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's even though it's not her, it's them doing it. They're all doing it to themselves. That's awesome. It's that dark humor. Yeah. It's that fucking dark humor. I love that.
0: Like this movie is not at all going for scares it's going for fun dark humor yeah. in a horror setting
1: and i always well when i saw the dad i was like god damn like i know him like in mm-hmm. the back of my fucking mind i'm like i know him so fucking well he does that fucking aquarium scene in the first mission of possible he's trying to bring ethan hunt back in mm. and really he, and, he, and then ethan throws the fucking gum thing out the fucking uh the aquarium and it blows up all that water yeah. he's like i gotta bring you in ethan it's like he didn't think we'd make it easy would you he's like <laughs> You didn't think I'd let you bring me in, did you? It's like that fucking scene was like, oh, that's what he's from. He's that guy from that movie. Well, he's also Exorcism and Emily Rose. Gotcha. He's in that. He's the in one the- I know him for is that, that Mission Impossible scene because he's just, I mean, the camera couldn't get closer to his fucking face. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, he's the up angle. Yeah, yeah you're like, right. Dude, that was like the awesome intense scene with him and fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, I love that movie. You've never seen me upset. <laughs> God, I love that fucking movie. Brian De Palma.
2: No son, you're
1: all right. Um, yeah. So her husband really doesn't go through a conundrum until he has to see Daniel actually gets mistakenly shot by his wife in the mm. throat. <clears> throat. But then Grace is like beats the shit out of his wife and shit, leaves her there for dead. And then that's when Alex walks up on the body of because like I, I think Grace is fighting with the mom. Yeah. In this the other room. at this
2: point. Yeah, after after she escapes, after she watches Daniel die, fucking Colcock's fucking the wife, she takes off and as she's dealing with the mom, Alex finds his brother. Yeah, and
1: he's like just sobbing over him passing mm-hmm. away, and now that line's been crossed where like I can never really fix the relationship I have with my wife cuz she just killed my like beloved mm-hmm. brother. And to put the cherry on top, she just fucking called out my mom and our family and killed her right in front of me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, that relationship's just.
2: Yeah. That scene where she (laughs) does like (laughs) fucking goes to town on the mom.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking heading with the box. Box.
1: Uh. And she, he looks at her and he looks at the mom and he looks back at her and the mom had just threatened the son. Like, you'll come back to the fold. You know, you'll, you'll choose me over your wife. He's like, no, I won't like, I'll Mm -hmm. never do that. And then he comes to the fucking right predicament of like, he goes like, "You're you're not gonna you you'll never stay with me, will you?" And mm-hmm. she kind of gives him that look like, "I could never be with you after you know you right. put me through all this." And he just says, "But he's tried to get her,
0: you know. He, he tried he broke but the rules. Oh he yeah, opened the door. Oh yeah, he definitely broke the
2: but security like, cameras. But his, she went.
1: She went too far. Yeah, the, it, like in his mind, he it. just
2: wanted her to leave, not fucking kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and in his mind." Eh. Like out of everybody that could have possibly died in the movie, the the brother is the pro. I'm yeah ninety nine percent sure the brother is the one that... Is like, the breaking the, the breaking point. The mom, I honestly think it was his mom because he top. still loved her. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, that yeah was I the think both. I mean, Probably. having to
1: see your wife be involved in the murder of your brother, but also physically mm-hmm. stomp out the mom. Like that's that was it. He's like, you're never gonna be you're never gonna be my wife again, and I'm probably never gonna be your husband again. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, I'll fucking find another relationship after you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Yeah. You're just someone I've come to know. <laughs> yeah. Someone that you used to know.
0: Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Somebody. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, after she beats the, the mom to death, uh, they did they capture her again? and they Yep. Oh, yeah. They tape and her down. Alex grabs her, and he's like, I
1: got her. She's in here.
0: And the, they That's somehow it? she gets loose. They throw the blinds open, and they realize it's dawn. Yeah. And everybody ducks real fast. They do the gremlins hide, thing. You know, like hide <laughs> yeah. as quickly as they can. They're sitting there for a minute. She's just looking. I'm like, No, for two They yeah. are not yeah. no, And fratu. they're, like, looking at each other. And she's looking at them. I knew it.
2: (laughs) I fucking knew it. It's all bullshit. (laughs)
0: motherfucker popped like popcorn man
1: that was so fucking Captain in the woods because like she has to like fucking value the situation to Mm. some level and just kept on growing and growing as soon as like the body's exploding then the flame was like oh god my fuck yeah
0: i wouldn't need the man in the flame if you two sat here and exploded i'd probably just be like oh fuck what was that imagine imagine the person next to you listening to this exploded like a water balloon what's your first
1: thought Fuck. What fuck. the fuck? <laughs> God, <dang>. The <laughs> grotesqueness of it. It's just fucking beautiful. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah There's
0: like the brain blood. and skull in her hair and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh. Yeah.
2: And she's like <laughs> to teeth, I forgot. <laughs> Still, like she gets in her mouth, she's like <laughs> <laughs>
1: Then she finds the mom, stashes cigarettes, and sits outside in the stoop. I mean, this has just got to be, like, the highlight for an actress, that you're dressed up and, like, just bloodied up, got a knife, you got your cigarettes, you're in a ripped fucking bloody wedding dress, you're wearing your Converse, your hair's all fucked up, your mascara's running. I mean, she just looks awesome, like the female equivalent of Ash.
0: Yeah, when she's sitting on that stoop and the cops roll and they're like, what happened? She's all, (laughs) in-laws. Sounds awesome. I was like, ain't
1: that the fucking (laughs) truth? From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a fucking beginning to end fun fucking film. Yeah, let's jump into finals. Gotcha.
2: Ralph? Hey, oh, you want to start with me?
0: Yeah, why not? Sweet.
2: All right. Well, for me, like, this movie, if you haven't already figured it out, like, I've kind of let loose a little bit on it. Um, This movie, for me, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's a really fun, like, I don't know if I would say horror, but it's more like a very fun thriller with a lot of dark humor in it and i got to me i kind of like i was having about as much fun in this as i did with um uh tucker and dale (laughs) like it, it was it had its horror elements it had its spooky moments but it also had it also had a lot of fun in it and the movie also didn't take itself seriously like it had its moments where it was like deadpan serious but Immediately after that, you had you had someone cracking a joke or something that wasn't intentionally supposed to be a joke, but as an audience member, you're like, "Ah, oh, that was fucking funny." Um, the way that everyone portrayed their their characters: Alex, um, Daniel, Grace, uh, the fucking Fetch or Fletch or whatever his fucking name is, the cell phone dude. Like hell, even him. Don't be a bitch, Fletch. Don't be a bitch, Fletch. Don't be a bitch. Be a bitch. You're not a bitch. <laughs> the entire time, like Fitch, Fitch, <laughs> Fitch. There we oh, go. Yeah, fucking all these characters are so well acted, and they all like they don't they they at no point do you feel as though they break their character. Like they stay in that moment, even with the sister that's the druggie. She is high as a fucking kite. But cocaine's a hell of
1: a drug, and a yeah. mother <laughs> and a functional mother.
2: Yeah. Um this movie for me was a lot of fun and I would have no problem seeing this movie again. I had so much fun in this one. It's up there with Tucker and Dale versus Tucker, and Dale versus evil. Oh, there. Blasphemy. No. You
1: can go last or what?
0: are you doing the robot? Yep. Nice. Um, it's, it's just a, it's a good fucking time. And that's something that I haven't had very much of in the theater recently. I mean, you know, what have we been watching with Ingram and Midsummer and fucking like everything's a morose kind of blah indie, like, like none of them. You walk out and you feel good. You know, yeah. this has been the year of the not letdowns, but downers. Um I walked out of this and I was just like, wow, that is on the range of Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale. I mean, we did that review years ago and that's like the only episode in since we've been doing this that I I absolutely regretted not being a part of. Just because that is one of my very favorite movies. Um, this movie is up there with it. There's so much fun to be had. The characters are all interesting. They're all playing well with each other. The storylines. Yeah, you've probably heard the storyline before. But they make it fun. High recommend. High, 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 high recommend. I'm going to buy it and uh, definitely watch it
1: again. So. I I liked the this film. It was uh, really good. It was uh, it it's just it went past my expectations, and do lately with a lot of the films like Nate was saying, uh, the latest Annabelle, Midsommar. I think everything's been kind of like middle, uh, you know, just basic, you know, uh, fucking fun. I can talk good about some things, but all in all, I never walk out of the theater going, I'm gonna be excited, you know, after watching a, a good strong uh, film whether it being horror-related or genre-related or whatever. Uh, this movie is awesome from beginning to end. I'm going to be happy to own it. It's going to be uh, very uh, fun to watch in 4K and Blu-ray and all that stuff because the the levels of everything were really cool. The way the lighting's really dark in some places and stuff like that. The cinematography's really good. Not too much to complain about the cinematography-wise. It was really strong. Um, CG effects, where there were some, that didn't slap you in the face of being like too shitty you know Uh, a lot of the visual effects were really done good especially the gore effects from the attack scenes brian uh tyler i think did the uh the score the music so Mm -hmm. he's done great work ever since he did six string samurai which i'm a huge fan of which is a uh, that's a deep cut if y'all ever want to reach out to something really obscure and fun and to really throw out your friends of like hey i've seen this because that's an old one that's back in the 90s and kind of shit kind of movie uh but great film um, as far as I guess what I could say that I would look forward to is seeing what these directors choose to do going forward because with this being an original piece an original IP I hope they don't go into sequel base with it or try to do a prequel to the family or anything like that I hope they really stick to uh, similar storylines that we always hoped for with Ari Aster and stuff like that I hope the project did just enough to warrant them another project that gives them such freedom that they get experience with this one. So I'm a different buy. If you wanna see something new and different, you gotta dig man. You gotta watch. Yeah, you
2: definitely you'll definitely have to Because
1: America's dig. really late to, to a lot of shit. So it's rare that we actually get fun like we
2: always make fun of like the other like other countries whenever they like rip off on our stuff but If you look at it, we kind of rip off on a lot of stuff too. Well,
0: we only make fun of when Bollywood does it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Jesus, that's That's fucking awesome. Or
1: Italian Italian Spider Man, dude. Oh, Oh, fucking Italian Spider Man. Um, boy. All right, hit your music.
0: Is this Aussie conditioner? That is fine hide leather. (laughs) You have never felt softer. Good. You're raging right out there, like 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 a fucking uh, like Pepsi commercial. <laughs> ah, there's and no, this me- week there's of Nate, there's no music. To, there's no music to hit. Uh, you know we what? Didn't do it. What's I, up with Nate? I- I enjoyed this. What's up with Nate? I enjoyed. what is it called? Hell
2: we yeah. fucking got <laughs> We've been doing it for if you name the episode Whatever. Okay, we got we got What's side up? dishes with Jeff, and now we have get it straight with Nate you yeah. don't even fucking des- you don't even fucking serve? What the hell? This is yeah. like dinner without no, dessert. No. You know what you are? You're the Antichrist. What? Yes, that's what you are. You are the motherfucking Antichrist. I,
0: I, look, I was having such fun this movie. There was no way I was going to
1: take my off the screen for cleverness. No shit. There wasn't. I, I, I we'll was say having that, fun. Yeah, we'll save that one for when I video, mean digital or physical release. If
0: it's if it's yeah, I mean if it's something that I've seen and 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 we have it right in front of us at home, I can pause it and start writing funny notes. Totally. But in a theater, especially <laughs> like if it was a shitty movie, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, a shitty movie. <laughs> I have no problem just, just, hard, just writing <laughs> it. Just writing the get it straight segment. And which but, are hilarious, yeah. But when I'm enjoying something and I paid to see it and it's fucking late at night, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna whip my phone out now. No, the you just
1: enjoy the fucking movie.
0: No, so uh get it straight with Nate, go see the fucking
1: movie. Boom. Sticky your laughing, snoring,
0: and you goddamn done.
1: There you go, Jeff. Some side dishes. All right, some. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to call my segment. Yeah,
2: the side dish. Is it? You know, like, if you enjoyed that, here's the sides. Well, Jeff for you.
1: No? <laughs> 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 Jiffy Jube. <laughs> or just my name's Jeff. I don't know. Uh, do you have j- a
0: name for Jeff's segment,
1: yeah, please send let it. Let us in. know. Jeff's fine wines. Jeff. All right, that makes me sound like I wine a lot. Well,
2: because you're always yeah, you like know, you do. Because no. you're always like, oh, well, if you enjoy, if you enjoyed this,
0: something if you that's right, this. Something well, since look- it's the end, we'll call it day new with Jeff. There
1: you go. De, there we go. We you love to time. say day I don't know De De what Numa. it means. Yeah, I don't
2: know. What the end.
1: I made up the word. The word's made
2: up. <laughs> don't fucking say day new We don't know what the fuck it means. You've
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just been pretending <laughs> you're humoring me. Right, yes. 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 The day fifty percent
0: of the shit you say, I don't hear. I'm like, uh huh. We don't. Yes. Oh sure, that's me, Spanish film. Let me look it up. You're,
1: yes, uh, <laughs> South Nate... by Southwest is a thing. Sure, you,
2: <laughs> sure. Ukrainian films go on. <laughs> Damn you! are lucky if Nate looks that shit up. <laughs> I don't look it up. I don't even give a shit but anymore. But how many times he listens to these episodes over and over and uh, over again? You would think he'd look some of that. up I look up. for
1: flaws, and you have more than anyone. Oh my god! Thank you? God, there's no fact. I think Elric's the only fact checker we got from out there. It's like no, actually, uh, it's like Ralph actually. needs to tighten it up. <laughs> Slenderman was actually a murder cause in 1861. That was by that. No, what? It's like, no, we don't need that truth serum sprinkled on this shit. Well, you can't have the wrong. That's libelous. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the wrong date. Uh, all right. The wrong date. Actually, it was in August. <laughs> actually. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So if you had fun with Ready or Not, uh, films that I would definitely guarantee you would have fun with also is obviously Cabin in the Woods, which we've stated multiple times. Uh, Clue, if you haven't seen it, uh, those are two fun ones, but more in the realm of what Ready or Not kind of represents. A great classic one I would definitely say you go kick back and watch and have a good time with is Final Girls. Uh, that's a classic uh-huh. that plays in the same reign of like, wow, you really feel for the characters and it's emotional journey and the horror is plentiful and fun. Uh, another good one is Adam Brody. Uh, Recently starred in this new TV show. It comes out in BBC, but you can find it on certain streaming sites. It's called Detour. Uh, Let me double-check that title fast, because I just started watching it with my son, and it is pretty fucking cool. Uh, The fucking show is called Curfew. I'm sorry, not Detour. Detour is another film. Uh, Curfew is a TV show. It's eight episodes. It stars Billy Zane. I know. Curfew is a TV show that mixes Escape from New York with World War Z, via the strain and also a little bit of death race 2000 it's this town that's under curfew almost reverse purge like you can have a normal life during the day but at night you have to close the shutters because there's these zombie resident evil kind of world war z mutant zombies that just roam and the the city's barricaded very a la attack on titan And they give certain allowances to certain people to try to do these races at night. And you load your vehicle with your craziest friends and bastards and family members because you're trying to escape the city. Because there is hope outside the walls if you can reach it beyond the demons and the curfew and the military presence and the zombies on the shit. So basically it's like, you know, everybody's racing to win this race so they can be the the winners that get to live kind of like running men you know you get the award at the end of the thing very cool show it's only eight episodes long and i can't give it more you know bigger thumbs up to like kind of search it out and check it out and give it a shot that's a curfew is the name of the show i
0: got an idea for your segment name bro what do you got Jeff's can of corn, cornucopia. <laughs> can of corn? <laughs> can of corn. <laughs> I can only imagine the music to it. It's like, mm-hmm, I, I find it. <laughs> and I've, like,
1: I've kind of chilled back on aspect ratios here lately. I know. I've been missing it. I, didn't I haven't detect- paid attention since. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was I, I was recently watching, uh, I think we were talking about Midsummer and I was like, God, I didn't attack that. I was really pissed off that Ari Aster stayed with the same aspect ratio that he did for Hereditary. And which was?
0: It was a 1.2. Ooh, he should have done the 2.35. to one. I wish
1: he would have went with something else different. Mm,
0: 70 mil? No.
1: It better be 1.2. It was a 1.7. God damn it. 1.36? But he did not change it, and it pissed me <laughs> off. I was like, man, I was really hoping he'd frame it. It's gonna look great on home. Mumbo uh, jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna look great at the house, but it was kind of like it's 2.0. Sorry, 2.00 uh, 2. to one. So it's really two, that's an odd that's an odd ratio. It's, it's always a, like one eight five. You know what he's no, no, talking about? No, it's usually one eight five or two three five. Yeah, and
0: one, I don't uh, know shit. <laughs> so one point eight five. Yeah, because you
1: keep relistening
2: to the same episodes. Sixteen millimeter. <laughs> so one
1: point eight five to one is more like. Uh, Filling up your whole entire TV, your widescreen TV. Uh, the 2.35 is going to be more letterbox looking, more PandaVision, more PandaVision. That's what John Carpenter loved. Of course. Yeah. And then the 2.0 to 1 is going to be more, it's like a little bit thinner than 1.85, but still a little bit thicker than 2.35. So it kind of gives mm. you some really thin black bars at top and bottom of your screen. Mm. And if you, the the medium between that is actually at 1.78 sometimes. You'll see that. Uh, everything that guy just says is bullshit. Thank you. Hey, what's your
0: name? What's your name? What's your name? Exactly. Nobody <laughs> nobody listens
2: to <laughs> me. <laughs> he was making eye he was looking at you. I looked
0: you know. right he was at, 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 at you. <laughs> Jeff.
1: What's your name? Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You gotta have a cool name man. you gotta have a cool acronym. Like mine is FAB FAB. Fucked at birth. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs>
1: Okay. My name backwards, Etan Spluff.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what's the other cool, Nick? Uh, the acronym that Nicholas Cage uses, I think it's uh, BAD. It's uh, Balls, Attitude, and Determination. Balls Ass Nick. <laughs> <Balls-ass-> <laughs> That's another one for Nicholas Cage. That's Kiss of Death. Uh, it's an awesome film. FBI? What's Be- the FBI acronym? You always see it Be on no the female to- body
2: inspector. There you go.
1: Oh there you go. Yeah. Ralph would know. I don't even know what an acronym is. <laughs> it's a synonym, you fucking moron.
0: That goes on like buns.
1: <laughs> cinnamon. Cinnamon buns. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> Tasty as fuck. cinnamon <laughs> sim- sim- cinnamon buns, yeah. Cinnamon buns. Great, delicious. Oh, is that a verb? <laughs> <laughs> God damn, yeah, you uh, we uh, with some nouns? Come on. We fucking
0: failed. English <laughs> I mean, I graduated. English class. No, yeah, no I graduated with an honors in English.
1: What honor was that? <laughs> I passed. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's the fucking uh, high school diploma I could fucking print at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Control P. <laughs> Boom. I graduated, Mom. By the powers vested in me by the Federal Communications Commission, I command you to get on
2: the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast.
1: And for any of y'all wondering that Ready or Not was shot at a 3.4 raw digital intermediate and then it was actually converted over to, I forget what they use for master format. But yeah, interesting stuff. Good film, it's gonna look great in 4K. Keep it scary. (laughs) (laughs) He was done. Thank you for listening to
2: Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. What movie are we do it again? That was really loud.
1: Ready
0: or not?
2: Um. That was really loud. What
1: was it? When you were like, what do we <laughs> it Like, popped. What
0: do we <laughs> Do we turn Ralph down? Oh, we turned my headphones off. Tricky, tricky, dicky. <laughs> <Bow>, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>